Welcome to Great Day Ministries, where we are committed to providing pure gospel, pure faith, and pure truth. This message is called The Test, where Pastor Ponis lets us know how to strategically get through 2020 by not making the same mistakes we did last year. We hope that you are truly, truly blessed by this message. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, which you will eat, nor about the body, which you will put on. Amen. Just bow your head with me. I want to talk to you about the test. Amen. To test. We will go to another uh, scripture. That'll be, if you can turn to Luke 14, just hold it there um, after you take your seat. We'll come back to that <clears throat> later on today. But bow your head with me. That's a petition of throne of grace. Father, in the name of Jesus, allow me to step back as you step forward, O oh, Father God to teach and to preach to both of us, O oh, Father God, your congregation as your manservant, Lord. Bless us, O oh, Father God, guide us and strengthen us, O oh, Lord, as we go forward, Lord, that you plug the, unplug the ears, O oh, Father God, and soften the heart, Lord, that we hear and receive your word, that we be compelled to do the work that you call us to do. And God, as you do such a thing, we forever give your name the praise for the glory only belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, give God a hand clap. Come on. Amen. Amen. Hey, hey, so listen, so listen, um, if you didn't notice, I did the same thing in Delaware, which is something I don't usually do. It's usually something different in Delaware than here. Amen. But um, reason why is because I have to make a correction. Also, you'll notice I just have my Bible and I don't usually have my my sermon little notebook because, well, this is a little different uh, in particular because um, I'm making a correction. Um, and I have to apologize uh, that I misinterpret um, what God had said to me. So I have to um, make this change to you. Amen. Uh, I was, on um, um, Friday, I was actually working on a book, actually. Um, and I was going to uh, put that aside and try to work on that and work on um, the message for today. And... Um, I don't know what happened. He just said something to me, and uh, I kind of leaned back, and, 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 and while I was writing one thing, he says, um, you misunderstood, you know, and when God talks to me, you know, I, I like, I, I like to, the peace and quiet, and I like to sit back, and, and, and I want you to take note of this, like when you feel like you hear God, whatever you do, stop what you're doing. If you have your phone, put it down, shut it off quiet or whatever, and just sit back and listen, because sometimes the voice is very subtle. God speaks softly when, well, when he's teaching or maybe in a good mood. He only kind of, you know, uh, rattle you when you didn't do the things that you're supposed to do. Amen. Um, he's he's perfect father figure. So I heard this subtle voice that said, you misunderstood, um, and, and I know the voice of God. So I, I, I leaned back in my seat. Uh, I stopped typing, and... Um, what he told me is something that I told you, which was a misunderstanding. I do give honor to my father, God, and his precious son, Jesus Christ, in the house. I give honor to my wife. Amen. Give her a hand clap for that selection. Amen. Amen. In Minimi, Egypt. Amen. Awesome job. Where is he? Great job. You know, good job. Good job. Amen. I love the services that men are putting on. Um, and I love the partnership. Lady, we're going to have to borrow that a little bit. That was, that was pretty good. Amen. Great job. 
Um, the misunderstanding is I told you guys um, how horrible my 2019 year was, and some of you had a pretty bad year yourself, and some of you have a great year. It doesn't matter whether you had a bad year, social year, or a great year. It doesn't necessarily matter. Um, it still was a lesson. You know, you learned something in that particular year, okay? Um, now, I, I told you at the end of the year, particularly in November uh, and December, I felt like I was taking this test uh, from the lesson that I learned in 2019. Um, and, I, and now when God spoke to me, I sat back and like, well, I don't know how I misunderstood that because it makes much more sense. But anyway, I, I felt like I was taking this test, and I was so excited. I was so happy. Um, I, God gave me the series, how I learned. I gave you the series. I'm happy. I'm like, I, I passed the test. And this is what God said. He said, don't misinterpret the test from the review. Yeah. And, 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 and that's when I said, but he said, you thought you were taking a test in November, December. I was only giving you the review of what's on your test. Uh, and I just immediately picked up my pen and I started writing. For, for those who hear God and you want to take notes, you write shorthand because he doesn't care about how fast you write your spell. He just won't. So I have to write it. I wrote little nuggets because I, I want him to keep talking. I want to be able to hear him because I didn't want to miss something. So he goes on, and as he continued to go on, I sat back, and I, you know, I dropped my head. I'm like, okay, I'll make that correction. Um, he gave me an example. He gave me a word. Um, went to lilies. I looked a fill of lilies. Untouched, beautiful, beautiful fill of lilies. I think I got it. I understand what he was saying. Immediately um, afterwards, I was driving. I was thinking of all the responsibility. Friday was the day that I was doing church responsibility, house responsibility, paying bills, all that stuff. So I walked away from him, still thinking about what God, I said, oh, I forgot to do this because I'm still thinking about what God said. I get a phone call. I return the phone call. Um, I'm sitting there thinking, wow, that was a weird call. Get back to my office, sat down, um, thinking about the lilies again. Start looking it up, ready to write the sermon for today. I get a return phone call. After the phone call, I start thinking. I understand even more. I accept. Let me explain to you. Um, New Year's Eve, the title of our message had a title and it had a subtitle. I got it. Title. Subtitle was the invitation. Okay? Um, we had to leave everything from behind if we were ready to go to the next level. But 2020 is your test. And it makes more sense. If you're going to get a full lesson in 2019, it didn't make sense to a test is so small that it'll take a month. So if you got a full lesson in 2019, it makes sense that you're going to get a full test in 2020. I don't know how I missed that, God. Okay. When I got the phone call. It, it hit me. I got you. And he's constantly 
and, and, I, and I didn't want to be, never, nobody wants to be arrogant to God. And he's reiterating the message, how learning, what he told me. And I'm like, I got it. You know, you, you, you know, you got to be careful. You know, you're talking to your, your mother's talking to you, your father's talking to you. And you say, okay, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it, mom. I got it. I got it. You know, I know me. I'd be like, just be quiet and let me finish saying what I'm saying. You know, because I want to make sure you got it. So I'm saying I got it, and, and, and I don't know if that was the Holy Spirit or my, my spirit saying, just shut up. Let him finish. And he's reiterating all these things. He's really reiterating all these things. I got it. I'm pumped. Because this time, I'm not, I'm not failing this test. Every time you fail this test, one, two, three. Remember that last week? I'm not going back. I want to be more careful this time. The lesson was hard. Repeating the lesson is even harder. You know, want to know why? You said, not really because you learned it. No, for the fact that you know you wasted time and you have to do something that you know you should have passed before. It bothers you. So I don't want to go through that no more. So bear with me. Let's, let's, let's look at something. What Jesus was talking about in Luke 12. He says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. That's a challenge. That's a challenge. The reason why I say it's a challenge is because most of us do that. But he's telling us, don't do that. Don't worry about it. It's a test. You got to hear me. It's a test. See, we... We keep talking about church, but we're not living it. We're talking about it. He expects us to live it and not necessarily talk about it. Okay? Look at the next verse. Life is more than food and the body is more than clothing. Well, we know that, right? I mean, don't we know that? Life is more than food. Body is more than clothing. Don't worry about clothes you can put on. Don't worry about it. But we, but we do. No. If he's telling us not to worry about it, what he's actually saying is, that's my responsibility. And this is an analogy, okay? I want you to understand. This is a parable that, that, that he's not telling you a parable, but he's telling you, you know, for whatever he's saying, don't worry. I'm saying, whatever you are looking for, whatever it is that you want, what God is really saying here, it's not necessarily about food. It's not necessarily about clothing. What he's saying is what you want, what you need. Because see, food is a necessity. Clothing is a necessity. What he's saying to you, I am backing my word. My word is I will supply all your needs. So I'm backing my words. And what he's doing here is explaining the necessities of life. And he's saying, don't worry about it. That's all he's saying. Don't worry about it. Okay? But let's just see how he explains the simple thing. Right? The next verse. He said, consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Now, he's saying, consider the bird. They, 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 don't, they don't have a house, and birds don't have a bank. Get this. They don't have a house, 
They have a bank. Yeah, they, they make a temporary shelter with their nest and they move on. They don't have a bank. You do. He said, but just, just think about them for a chance. Look how he ends it, okay? He says, and God feeds them, which means he supplies their needs. Then he says, of how much more value are you than the birds? In other words, if I design the birds in their life, set it in, in, in place, if I'm taking care of them, Remember, you are a reflection of me. You are made in my image. You are made in my likeness. You are more valuable to me than anything because you are me. If I'm taking care of the birds, what make you think I neglect you? That's what he's saying. So if I won't neglect you, why are you worried about the necessity of things? Food that you want to eat, clothes you want to put on. He's just giving me a really an analogy. All he's saying, the things you need, why are you worrying about? Some of you are here, you feel you are in need. God is saying, don't worry about it. That's my responsibility. Wait, watch this. Okay, let's go a little bit further. Sing with me. Verse 25, it says, And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? In other words, can worrying get you what you need? So why do you do it? That's what he's saying. Can, if, can worrying, whatever, can it, can, it get, can it get you one thing that you need, that you've asked me for? No. So why do you worry? If I'm telling you that I can get you what you need, why are you putting more focus on the worrying than on me? Wash your tension on worrying. Go to bed at night. I couldn't sleep and I was stressing. Then think about me. Because what you're worrying about is not going to get you anything. But I will. So, the scripture. If you keep your mind on me, perfect peace. We, we talk it. But the truth of the matter is we're not living it. I'm not even going to say that we don't believe it. I'm saying I don't think... We know how to believe it. Just, just, just this little, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting back. He said, I want you to pay attention. Let me, let me explain to you what, what he means. God is really testing you. You got, a, you got a pressing bill. You got a pressing bill. It's $1,200. You're going to pray. You need it. Lord, I need this $1,200. You're praying for it. What? God send you $1,200. Hallelujah. Don't we serve an awesome God? You take the $1,200 and you do what with it? Huh? No, 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 no. You take care of the need. Wrong. You know what you do? No. You know what you do? Kingdom rules. What God is trying to say is, no matter what you do, follow the kingdom rules. No matter what happens, if you are a citizen or even if you are a legal immigrant, just for right now, because you're in the kingdom, you follow the kingdom rules. The kingdom rules is simple. Let me tell you the world rules. You've been praying and you ask God for $1,200. 
All of a sudden, God bless you. A check comes from an insurance company. You overpaid or whatever. Here's $1,200. I can pay this bill. God said, no. You put $1,100 on it. You give me my 100 Kingdom rules. But I didn't pay the whole bill. I asked for $1,200. Yeah, I know that. I gave you $1,200. But don't you neglect kingdom rules. We do. God bless me. We get them testify. I was able to pay my bill. No, you wasn't. You always pay $1,100 on it. Guess what? He gave you the 1200. You asked for the 1200. The thing was, he only tested you. He wanted to see because you were so anxious to pay that bill, you forgot the responsibility that you also have. He failed the test. Tests can be so subtle. But remember, every time you fail a test, go back. We get tired of going back and back and seem like we're starting on, seem like our business never take off, our career never take off, marriage is not the same, you know, bills. We know we made mistakes. We left that in 2019. We did that on watch night. It's, you know, forgetting those things that are behind. We're not saying we understand everything, but we understand enough that we're going to leave that behind because we're going to press. That's what we're going to do. But if we're going to press, once we're pressing, you got to press with rules. And recognize it's a test. Great day. You will be in a test in more than one in 2020. 2021 is your blessing. I know we thought it was 2020. No, no, no. The blessings you got in 2020 is determining do you have to repeat 2021 like 2019. Oh, y'all don't get it. That's my apology to you. Oh, God is going to bless me. Yes, he is. But the blessing is just a test to see exactly what you're going to do. Because we're so anxious to get out of 2019. At least I know I was. We were so anxious to bless. You know, I understand, Pastor. I learned. I'm ready to go. Are you? God, help. And, you know, it don't have to be money all the time. It could be, Lord, bless me with the relationship. You know, I, you know, I was saying in Delaware, see, it's, it's amazing, you know, well, God going to send me my husband. You saying that while you're sitting down. I was 16, I was 17 years old playing basketball. Went across the street. We had cell phones. Called my girlfriend who was 16. Told her I'm going to uh, Burger King, which was right around the corner from the basketball court. Me and my friend. She said, no, come over. I want to see you. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we'll go to the basketball. She said, you know, you know, I ain't really want to walk all the way. She said, no, come on. I get to her house. She got salad, barbecue chicken, you know. She got broccoli. I'm like, I just called her. Told her I was, by the time I walked from the basketball court to her house, she had a full-course meal. At 16, you can't get a 36-year-old to cook like that. No, I'm just being honest. You know, when I'm in school, I'm sweating. You was fighting. You better than that. Why are you doing that? She wants me to get better. She knows how to uh, take care of me food-wise. I'm just telling you the truth. She knows how to take care of me food-wise. She wants better for me. Then she'll call me up. I'm taking my nephew and my niece to the park. You want to come? Uh, what park y'all going to? Yeah, it'll be fun. Come on. I'll bring the blanket. You know, we'll have like a little picnic. Get there. She got this soda can. We had a cooler, so she'll put ice all around the soda can and wrap it in aluminum foil. I'm like, my, my mom do this. 
She was 16, 17 years old. She's rapping soda cans like my mom. She, she rapping the, uh, uh, the sandwiches. We sitting down on the blanket. Now I got an idea. I'm watching her with the kids. I can see at 17 years old what kind of wife she, what kind of mother she's going to be. Oh, I want to be married. You ain't ready. Why would, God, why would God give you a husband when you haven't demonstrated what kind of wife you're going to be? And they're watching. This, listen. Look, 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 look at this. Look at the next one. It's just promise you. shock you, right? See. 26. If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? He said, why are you so anxious to get married when you can't be single? Why you want, God bless me with a house. That was nasty. That one you behind. He won't give you nothing better when the one I gave you, look what you did to it. He said, why are you so anxious? Consider the things that I've given you already. Show me you appreciate it. Show me you can take care of it. Then I give you that. That's what it says, right? Why are you so anxious for the least? But you keep begging for more. I hear your prayer. Lord, bless me. Bless. I hear you. Lord, I don't care what this. I want a husband. Then act like a wife. Well, I don't have a boyfriend. It's okay. The man who I got for you is watching you act like a wife. He's watching how you with the kids in the church, somebody else's kids. He's watching what you're doing here when you're at work or when you're at the park. Don't you? We watch. We just don't say nothing. We only say stuff to hoochies. I'm telling y'all the truth. See, nobody want to be honest. But see, you know, you, I know y'all don't like pastor because I don't lie. We do. We, we're quick to come to you because we know you ain't going to be with us that long. So who really cares? Egypt know I'm not lying. I mean, maybe a couple of weeks, depending on you. But then you ain't staying with you. The ones we stay in, we observe. We observe. And we talk very little about you to our friends because we don't want them to see our gems. Not yet until we get them. Oh, y'all don't know. If we're talking about you a lot, you would jump off. We'll jump on, then we'll jump off. They don't get it. Okay, let's get going. Why are you so anxious? So you don't want the truth, but you keep, you, you become that unless you listen. And he's telling you, Jesus, I don't know what, I, I want school. Yeah, but as soon as you go to school, I don't feel like doing it. You beg, Lord, please let Rutgers, please, please let Rutgers accept me. Then Rutgers accept you. Then you want to do the homework. You're so anxious. I mean, you dying for stuff, but then you don't want to take care of it. Lord, bless me with a job. I don't want to go to work. He understands. God is a faithful God. It's you. It's not God. He's willing, able, and ready. Listen, he said, if then you're not able to do the least, why are you so anxious for the rest? You can't consider that. Look at the next one. Watch this. He said, consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all the glory was not arrayed like these. You know what he's trying to say? The lilies don't even, have you seen a fill of lilies? They don't even get taken care of. But if you sit back and just find one of, one of Wendell's pictures of a lily field, it is absolutely beautiful. And they keep, even though they die, they keep coming back with no touch, no cultivation, just beautiful. And God is saying, 
You see how beautiful that is? All the money, all the wisdom, all the rubies, all the gold I gave Solomon doesn't even compare to how beautiful that picture is. I take care of that. Solomon had all that. He had blacksmiths do this. He had slaves do that. He had all this done. And all the, the skills of all these men and women that he had do this, I did this. And mine is still more prettier. Do you know what he's trying to say? In other words, no matter how skillful you are in whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's your business or whatever, he said, if you rely on me, I bet you I can do your business better than you. <laughs> He said, consider the lilies. Look, in other words, look at my resume. It's better than yours. If you let me be me, then I'll do it for you. Just all you have to do is do what you're supposed to do. That's it. I don't mind you doing things, going out, going this. That's fine. But let me. Also, my Bible. Look, look at this. Look at the next one. Consider this. Verse 28. If then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field, and tomorrow he's thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? In other words, if I did that to the lilies, and the lilies is just lilies, they're just flowers, they're just plants. Remember, you're my child. You are a reflection of me. You don't even know who you are. If I'm doing that, if I'm showing you, now you know I love Solomon. But I, look what I did. My work is better than Solomon. But if I'm going to do that for them and for Solomon, and if I love you, you don't think I'd do it for you? Watch this. And then the last part of that verse, he says, what? Of you a little faith? What's faith? So he said, what? You don't trust me? Tell the truth. But if I give them 1100 they may not accept it. They might shut it off. Or they might take it. Or they might, oh, I might can't go. Whatever you have to pay that 1200 for. God said, well, you don't trust me? You follow the rules. The rules is, because if I really wanted you to pay 1200 I would have gave you 1400 <laughs> have gave you more than what you need because I know you got to give me and you have enough. No, I just want to see, are you going to listen to me? Are you going to trust me? Not complain, well, Lord, I, I need to, but you also want me to give you your time. I can't keep giving my money to the church. And God said, well, then I can't keep giving my money to you. I'm just telling you, when you complain, the number one thing God's hate is a complainer. Why do you need to complain when you got me? That's what he's saying. Same thing. Why you need to worry when you got me? If you're complaining, it means you don't trust me. That's what he's saying. Look, watch this. Are you a little faith? Watch this. Look, 29. And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. Those three things. In other words, he's going back. Nor. Nor. Don't, 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 don't worry about those necessities. Don't seek it. He said, don't even try to do it. Folks, this is your test. This year, don't you worry about what you're trying to do. Just do what I told you to do. 
I'm trying to start this business. Just do what I tell you to do. I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't start the business. Don't you worry about it. Don't try to do it. Don't try to make it work. Elder Jenkins said, man, this is the first time. I'm telling you the truth. Elder Jenkins came to me, and, and I hope he just don't get upset with me saying it. He said, I was really expecting to come to the leadership meeting, and we can talk about this money that we owe people, and I'm just tired of talking about it, blah, blah, blah. He said, this was a productive meeting. And I said, well, brother, I'm learning. Leadership training. I told him that. That's what I told him. But you know what God told me? This right here. You know what he's saying? Don't worry about the money. Handle my business. I give you the money. Did, it, did he tell me the same thing about the building? Every time on Tuesday night, I sat in the back. I prayed about this church. Lord, how are we going to get him? He said, stop worrying about the building. Just do the ministry. Did he find a way? He found a way before we even got in the building. We just didn't know it. So now he's telling me, I give you the money to get the people back. What you do, you do ministry. Stop worrying about that. Can you do it? On the back of my mind, Lord, these people calling me. These people come. God said, nope. Stop stressing about it because you don't trust me. Stop worrying about it. You don't do what I tell you to do. You follow this, I take care of that. Can you do it? Can you focus on God's business? Something as simple to pass a test. I'm showing up at 1030. I'm paying my tithes. I know what I got to pay. She knows what we got to pay. But you don't ever see her showing me the card. When she showed me the card, she's saying, I'm going back to pay my tithes. That's a responsibility that is non-negotiable. <laughs> you know, T-Mobile can get cut off. Ties don't. Oh, y'all hear, hear what I'm saying? He'll keep the phone going. Somebody else will come and bless. No. Pay the ties. Why? Kingdom rules. Follow the rules. And trust. Faith. Right? Don't be anxious. So he said those things. The last thing he said, don't have an anxious mind. You know what that means? Do not get caught up in focusing so bad on what you want that you neglect to do what you need. Let me say that one more time. Do not. These are rules. It's a test. Every person who's a legal immigrant who have a desire to be a part of the United States kingdom have to take an immigration test. They have to take a test before they become a citizen. This is your test. He's telling you, you want to be a part of the kingdom of God? Don't have an anxious mind. What do you mean by anxious mind? You know, don't, you know, don't be wanting something so bad that you neglect the responsibilities or the rules of the kingdom. Everybody in this room wants something. Let's not lie. But he said, forget it. See, that's why David was a part of the kingdom. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He's saying, what, it, what David is saying, he's supplying all my needs. That's what he's saying. The Lord is my shepherd. He, he's my lead. There's nothing I want. He makes me lie down in the green path. He leads me. Look what he's doing. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my. He's telling you what he's doing. God is saying, hey, listen, if you want to do what you want to do, then fine. You can't be a part of this kingdom. There's only one king in this kingdom. That's me. But maybe you want to take that 1200 and go ahead and take care of your bills. Then go ahead and take care of your bills. But now you're going to pray to me about the other bill. But if you let me, I would have took care of all of them. <laughs> That's what he's telling you. And see, this is, why, this, is, this is why and how we embarrass God. 
We, we, we want to minister to everybody. We want to carry our Bible. We want to run around, shout. We want to sing, but we don't live by kingdom rules. And when you don't live by kingdom rules, you don't get kingdom privileges. And when you don't get kingdom privileges, people start scratching their head about why you're doing so much, but you look like that. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That's tell the truth. People wants to be a part of something that's thriving. It's, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the wisdom of people. They understand. I'm talking about worldly people. How are you going to get people to come into the house? If you look like that, like you're stressed and worried all, all the time. <sighs> come on, y'all. He's making it clear. Why? What is this? Okay, let's go. Keep going. I told you. I'm coming to my shock. Verse 30, for all these, the nations of the world seek after. That's what the world does. For all these things, we're worried about car, clothes. We're worried about our bills. You was think, I mean, come on, let's be serious. Listen to what I'm saying. We're worried about our paying our rent. Paying our mortgage, we're talking about car payment. How are we gonna get to work? How are we gonna pay out? You gonna you probably sitting there thinking, well, duh. God is saying, here's your test. Stop worrying about it. He is going this year. He's gonna test you by blessing you with all those worries, and then he's gonna see what you're gonna do. Okay, fine. You was worried about, well, I ain't pay my tithes because I couldn't pay my car payment. Lord, I got to get to church. I get to work. Okay, fine. Boom. Here's the car payment. Everything's taken care of. Fat, I tell you what, I pay off the car. Let's see, me, let's see if this year would you pay your tithes. Because he's, all he's doing is testing you. Let's see. Because if you don't pay your tithes after what I did, wait till 2021 get here. Oh, y'all, you think I'm joking. He's testing you. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to grant you 2020. I'm going to give it to you. It will be a blessed year. But trust me, based on what you do here is what's going to happen next tomorrow. Folks, you better pay attention. This is your test. Don't you let nothing, nothing get in the way with you following kingdom rules. Nothing and no one. Boyfriend, because Satan is slick. And you know what? You know what God going to do? Remember now. Let's be real. Let's be real. You know that Satan did not look at Job. He saw that hedge of protection. He's a citizen. He's a child of God. God is the one that said, hey, have you considered Lachelle? He's going to do that to you. He's going to bless you, but then Satan is going to come and go, go ahead and try John. Why? I'm going to see if John is still going to do what he said he's going to do. Don't you let nobody let you fall away from kingdom rules. Your destiny of blessing is depending on the decisions you make in 2020. I don't know what it is. Everybody has different things that they need and different things that they want. But I'm talking to you. Some things that you want to do. Don't be so anxious in trying to do it that you neglect rule. Show up. When you get in the morning, I want you to think, y'all think. <coughs> I ain't going to go to church today. Still coughing on Monday. If you go to church, on, if you go to work on Monday, you just failed the test. You cough the same way on Monday that you did Sunday, but you're going to give it to them and not God? Consider your ways. It's a test. I'm just telling you the truth. Oh, my leg hurt. Okay, you, you, you show up. You better take off for two days. If you're going to take off from God, you better take off from him. And if you're going to show up for him, you better show up. 
If you're going to be 10 minutes there, be 10 minutes. Oh, y'all going to hear what I'm saying. He's going to test you on a six-week fast. God said, okay, you're going on a six-week fast, but I'm putting you on a 12-month test. My God. Did you hear that? And you will know the results by December. Oh, God. Okay. Look, look. Verse 30. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your father knows that you need these stuff. Come on. This didn't tell you the analogy I used in, 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 in Delaware. This is an analogy. My, 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 my granddaughter, okay. Arlie, she's a little short one. She'll walk, right? And she'll walk up to me, and she'll look at me, and I'm eating chicken. The eyes get a little bigger. I'm like, you want some of this chicken? Right? Now, Arlie's a baby. Now, she would walk up. Before she would cross, she would walk up. She would fall. I have chicken. I go, Takia, she hungry. So Takia can go get the baby food and feed her, right? Ollie will come back. I'm eating my little chicken wing from Pop, my chicken leg from Popeye's. I'm like, this girl wants chicken. Uh, you know what we do as a parent? We, we pull a little piece of that chicken off. We mash it up. Why? Because we, if we're dumb enough to give her that chicken, she's going to try to eat it. And what we doing? Patting on the back. <coughs> but she wants it. Right? In other words, the father, what does the scripture say? I know what you want, but I'm only going to give you what you can handle. That's all he's telling you. I know what you want. I know you want. Now what? Now when I give her that little piece, and I saw Arlie, and she ate that. Why this girl eating chicken? She don't want the baby food. Now I took off a little piece of chicken, a little bit more, and I'm, I'm watching her. I'm on standby. Hands is ready to pack the back. Make sure that Takiya and Bobby don't kill me. I give her a piece of chicken. I watch. She's chewing it up. She walk away. I'm following her from behind. She's walking away, chewing it. Come back. I'm like, that girl ate a piece of chicken. What am I going to do next? I'm going to give her another piece. He's testing you. I gave you this. What else can I give you? If she eat that well, sooner or later, she's going to come look at me. Sooner or later, I'm going to give her a whole drumstick. Why? She proved that she can handle it. Prove to God whatever it is you want, you can handle it. Watch she give it to you. How do I know he'll give it to you? I'm going to show you in a few minutes. I keep losing my bow. Okay, well, let me show you. Watch this. Watch this. Look what he says. You know. All right. He says, look. <sighs> but, I love that conjunction, right? On the other hand, contrary, but seek the kingdom of God. You know what he's trying to tell you? But, follow the rules. You want to be a kingdom citizen? You claim to be a kingdom citizen? You live in here? Follow the rules. Nothing gets you more important. Uh, exported, expedited, extradited, kicked out of the country, than you breaking a rule in the country that you're not a citizen. Follow the rules. You doing everything you're supposed to do. You got a job, you live around, you got a family. I mean, nobody wants to... We'll forget Trump. He's an idiot, but that's another story, right? But nobody wants to kick you out and separate you from your family. But if you go and rob a bank and you from Mexico, what do you think they're going to do? Throw your butt in jail, then throw you back into Mexico. See, God just said, you want to be a kingdom citizen. If you are, you got to pass this test. And the first thing you have to do is show me you can follow directions. You can follow the rules. Seek the kingdom first. 
Stop worrying about these things. Focus on what I told you to do. And as a kingdom citizen, you are privileged. Do y'all hear that? Kingdom privilege says, I take care of all your needs. And he's a God that he does not lie. And he's saying, put me on just like you're on. Folks, oh my God, Look, listen to God. This is what God said. He says, just like you're on the clock on 2020, so am I. Do you think he want to look embarrassed? So he's going to do some extraordinary things. And he already started. This, folks, five, ten days last year, I was going through hell. Ten days, eleven days this year, I'm, my mind is blown. It's not, it's, we're not even on the 15th day of January. He's blowing my mind. He said, I'm going to blow your mind. Can you blow minds? That's why every day I want to be going home. I'm behind in my Netflix. Rob said, hey, man, you seen power. Man, I ain't got time to watch power. I'm sitting down. I'm trying to do everything he asked me to do. My dude there asked me, he said, what you, she said, what you expecting from God? I'm like, nothing. I'm not expecting nothing from God. What am I going to do? Everything he expects from me. Whatever he do, he going to do. But this year, 2020, I'm not expecting nothing from him. I'm more concerned by December that I'm going to go check, got, check. I did this, check, did this. Do what you're asked to do. And let God show his, let him show his glory. Because he will. Seek the kingdom first. Do what God asks you to do. Don't let no one stop you from doing what God has instructed you to do. And all these things shall be added to you. You know what he's saying? That's kingdom privilege. That's all he's saying. If you follow the rules you get accepted into the kingdom, this is added to you. You know how many people in, in, you know how many people in other countries, you know, talk about, I was in Mexico, I didn't realize how they look at America. Yeah, America, you know, you know they, your minimum wage is wealth to them. You don't want to work for the minimum wage, they'll work 14 hours for the same pay. Because it's, it's wealth to them. That's rich to them. They don't understand, well, you know, I don't know what you pay for rent here, but you ain't going to pay that same thing in America. But they don't mind. They said, I don't mind because the house in America is better than my house. Oh, y'all don't see what I'm saying. They, they're dying to get in the kingdom where you are already a kingdom citizen and not taking advantage of it. You got to stop that. This year, focus on what God told you to do. No matter what, because the last thing you want to do is, Father, may I? No, you may not. You don't want that. Take into consideration. Folks, watch this. Let me tell you something, okay? The next verse. Listen to this. Okay. He said, do not fear little flock. He's calling you his children. He's talking to little kids. Don't, he said, don't be afraid. This is so beautiful. He said, don't, don't be scared about the things I just told you. Because, you know, some of y'all are going, I got to get this surgery I got to get this kidney. God said, hey, stop worrying about that. I got this. A doctor, I mean, I'm trying, pastor, I'm trying, but the doctor gave me, I'm a healer? Hmm? Huh? I am a healer. Remember what we talked about last week? No. He's not the God of healing. He is a healer. He's not the God of peace. He is peace. Whatever you need, that's my name for you that moment. I can be a bank. Oh, God owns all houses. I am a house. And body in me and I abide in you. He's telling you. He said, children, don't be scared. 
He said, don't, don't, don't be afraid. He seemed, it seemed like his, when I read this, it seemed like his tone changed to a, a loving, caring, passionate, nurturing father. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. And listen to what he says. I like this. You know, this is Jesus. He said, for it is your father's good pleasure. Did you hear that? It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Do you know what that means? That means I'm telling you, stop being anxious. Oh, I really want to. God said, listen, as bad as you want it, I want to give it to you more. He wants you to have what you're so anxious for more than the anxiousness that you want it. It gives him pleasure to give it to you. But I can't give it to you because I follow the rules. If you follow it, I can give it to you. The scripture saying, don't be afraid. He wants to give it to you. When JJ come over, when he was younger, it drove me crazy. I love when my kids come in. I'm going to say it in front of Bobby and together. I'll be like, oh, JJ. The only reason why, because I, can, I know what to fix Obani. Avani. I can put some grits down and Avani eat. JJ, I'm like, well, I don't know what I got in the house to cook because I want to feed my grandson, but the boy don't eat this. He can't eat that. He don't want to eat this. He can't eat that. He don't want to eat. So I'm trying to find like, it, it would drive me nuts. Like, oh my God, like, what am I going to So I would text her and I hate texting. I'm telling you, call her three, nine times a day. I don't like, you know, when you, when you, when I have your children, I want you to feel like, you know, even though it's my grandchild, like they're safe with me. They're going to eat. They're going to be clean. When you come back, they're going to look that way. That, that, that's me. You know, so I don't want to be, um, what can I do? It, it makes me look like I can't take care of them. I'm just, I'm just being real. You know, I, I'm, I'm saying I, I want to give it to him. He be asking me. He be looking for this. He be wanting for Sasha. I'm like, but I can't give it to you. I can't give you that. Well, you know, he gets mad because I'm like, you know, that's when he was younger. He's, he's, he tells me what he can't have now. But then he was like, you know, he could get mad. He crying. I want to give it to you. God wants to give, but you can't have it. It pleases him to bless you. That's what you got to really get. I don't know if you really sinking that into you. It pleased God. That's what it said. It pleased him. The very thing that you are scared, that you're wondering and worrying and anxious about, the scripture just said, it pleased him to give you the very thing you, whatever is in the game, I'm, I'm happy to give it to you. But you, Avani, got to show me you can handle this whole chicken. If you show me that, I'll be glad. I'll buy you, I, you want a leg, I'll buy you your own box. Tell me, he said, I will pour out a blessing. You think we just reading that stuff just because it sounds good for tithing? Are you serious? This ain't no fake church. If it was, I'd be stealing your money and I would have a Mercedes Benz and not a Subaru. I'd be sitting up here and I have a $50, $100 line every time you give an offering. I'm trying to tell you the truth. He's simply telling you, show me you're ready. I give you the desires of your heart. In fact, I pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Remember what David said? David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What did he say? He prepares a table in the presence of my Do you know what that means? People who act like they want me to be blessed, they don't. I may not even know who they are. Maybe a family member, maybe a friend, maybe a church member, maybe a co-worker. God knows who my true enemies or frenemies are. God said, I will put you at a table. Before you even get to the day, I will prepare the table. And I will pour so much blessing in you, it will run over. That's the same David said, I don't want nothing. 
I don't need the Lord's my shepherd. I want he 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 already before I even seen the table, my blessing is so big that I can't hold it. Did you did you hear that? You think it's a joke? Why would you why would you blow that off? But you won't blow uh, no weapon form together. So from Genesis to Revelation is kingdom rule. Believe all of it. So if he's telling you, don't worry, I'm going to bless you and in front of your enemies and make them jealous. You don't have to go back and do what they do. Sit in the seat of the scornful and talk about them. Don't get with your coworker because you heard them say something about you. Just stay with me. Watch what I do. I'll bless you so much that they're going to come to you and wonder what you're doing. That's when I get the glory because you can't forget me. Part of the kingdom rules. Right? This one more. This is it. Turn to 14. Real fast. Verse 18. Right? Now, when one of those who sat at the table, huh? At the table, right? With him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Do you know what that means? You know what that means? That means you've passed your test. After he preached all those things from chapter 12 to all the way to chapter 14, Jesus responded while they were sitting down at the table. He said, blessed is he who was going to make it to that table. The table, the same table that David is talking about. He prepares the table. The table is prepared. But before David got there, what did, what did David say? Yes, yay, which means yes, I got to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But... I will fear no evil. What did he say? Little flock, don't be afraid. David is telling you the same thing that Jesus is saying. I got to go through my test. I got to go through my valley. My table is waiting on me. Jesus said, blessed is he who make it to the table and eat the bread of the kingdom of God. He's trying to say, blessed of you. If you pass this test, welcome to the citizenship of the kingdom of God. Then all these things shall be added to you. Don't be afraid. Don't be stressed. Be serious. Be serious. Right after that verse, Jesus tells a parable. Read it. Right after that verse, Jesus tells a parable. You know what the parable? He said, there's a supper that's being given. He prepared a big supper in a big house. His expectations by 2021 all of you will be finalized. Right now, we have a green card, a visa card, whatever you want to call it. We're taking a test. By 2021, God said, no, I want to invite you to the table that you be citizens of the kingdom. Some of you are already citizens. I'm talking about those who are not. He tells this parable, and if you read it, I won't read it for the sake of time. He tells the parable, and the parable says, he go invite someone. Well, you know, I just got married, so I can't do that. Satan is going to give you all type of excuses this year. Watch. When you set your mind on whatever you set your mind on today, watch how many excuses of distractions that you get between January and November. Watch. He goes to another one. Oh, well, you know, my mom is sick. I can't come. Read the parable. Excuses, excuses. And then when you get to the end of the parable, he said, go into the hedges and highways. Find somebody who's willing to be a citizen, who's willing to come to this table. He's offering it to anybody. Why? 
it pleases him to give you the kingdom. So if you want to make excuses and don't, he says, fine, I'll find somebody who will. <laughs> but the invitation is to you. Take the invitation. Plan. What you got to do is plan. Don't ever go into anything without planning. What am I going to do? I told the leaders, I said, don't just talk about the ministry that you hold over here, but what about your personal ministry? Have you sat down and started thinking, how am I going to do this ministry? Not Great Day's ministry, this ministry. Because, see, I don't know. Great Day Ministries may be your calling because you don't know what God's going to do. I mean, I didn't, come on. I, I didn't think that being a youth pastor was going to lead me to a pastor. I was already in charge of Brothers in Christ, a men's ministry that expanded Chicago, uh, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, Georgia. I got saved. I didn't wait on my pastor to, to, to tell me to do this and to do that. I did my ministry. And at the same time on church, I fulfilled the ministry of youth pastor. But I did not know that this one was going to lead me to being pastor. You don't know. It could have been this ministry that could have led me. So you have to have both ministries until God takes you to your destiny. But you have to be able to fulfill it. How are you going to do it? You sit down and you plan. And you be consistent, just like you with anything else. You're consistent paying your bills. You're consistent with brushing your teeth. It becomes a habit. Why do you think we're doing the $10 a day? The $10 a day is not for great days. for you to develop a habit of paying yourself. Once you develop the habit, you, every time you look at your account, the first thing that's going to hit is the habit. Well, did you put some money? And you keep doing that, you're always going to find yourself out of debt. We are habitual poverty. We learn poverty. We're used to poverty. And we got to stop getting used to it. We used to being broke that we know how to function broke. Tell the truth. You got functioning alcoholics. You don't even know they're alcoholics. You smell your breath, but they're short for working and do everything. You are a function poverty man. You're poverty. You used to being poor. You used to being broke. And you get by. You even know how to fake it. God is saying, why do you have to do that? You don't have to do that. I'm willing to give it to you, but you got to show me that you can handle this just like you handle being poor. Show me you can handle being wealthy. Folks, I'm telling you the truth. He, he's desiring to bless you. It pleases him to bless you. Show him like Arlie, I can handle this chicken. And every time you come back for chicken, what good father, the scriptures say, what good thing will he withhold from you? She's a little baby. I be messing with her all the time. I'm like, fatty. I used to call Takia fatty. She looks at me. She gets depressed. I'm like, you know what that means? I said, I was just teasing. She gets depressed. I was at the, I was at the, uh, the restaurant, and she, she wanted bread. So I get her, and she's looking up at me. She, like, Sister Jackson was offering her bread, and she's looking at me. I said, she, you looking at me because you think I'm going to call you fatty again. So I start messing with her. I laid her down, and I start, I said, oh, you got to do sit-ups. Can you do 10? So I do them sit-ups, and she keep looking at me. I'm like, well, don't eat the bread. Tell the truth. I'm like, do this girl understand what I'm saying? She turned around and looked at Tanya and wanted to go back to her. So she didn't eat the bread. She went back to Tanya. I said, this, do she really understand? I want you to have Arlie's mind. Stop wanting something that might not be good for you at that time. Focus on what you need and focus on what the responsibility that God has given you. And everything else, let God handle it. Even though you want it, I want you to think twice about getting it if it's not going to be good for you. Because Satan is going to make it available for you. That's part of your test. 
The responsibility is turning it down or turning it away or putting it up. I don't know what it is. Just put it up and say, I can't do it right now. Just give me some time. You understand? Show God in November that you really passed that test. I thought I was, I was ignorant. I apologize to you if I gave that to you. But I believe that we can still pass the test even though it's not two months but 12. I believe we can still pass it. If we just stay diligent, true to the game, and make a plan, support one another, you know, calling one another. We're making some changes already in the leadership. We're making some changes in the church and the rules. Make some changes in your personal life. Everything starts with the person in the middle. Look in the middle and figure out what changes you can make that will benefit you. Don't worry about your husband. Don't worry about your, your, your wife. Don't worry about your boyfriend. Don't worry about your girlfriend because your changes will still benefit them. It really will. Or your, or your sister or your mother. If it's going to better you, it's going to better everyone around you. But just focus on making that particular change. Come on. Give God some praise. All right. What's your surprise? I think I was like 45 minutes. I'm done. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah.